I'm Charles Boda, and this is your Day's Daily Fix for October 9th, 2018. Hurricane Michael has strengthened to Category 2 and is expected to become a Category 3 by the time it makes landfall on the northeast Gulf Coast on Wednesday. Michael could end up being the strongest hurricane to hit the Florida Panhandle in 12 years. In a statement on Monday afternoon, the National Weather Service said, Michael could develop into a potentially catastrophic event for the northeastern Gulf Coast. A storm surge warnings are in effect for the Okaloosa-Walton County line in Florida to Anclote River, Florida, which means life-threatening storm surge inundation is a danger in those areas within 36 hours. A hurricane warning is posted for the Florida Gulf Coast from the Alabama-Florida border to Suwannee River, Florida, including Pensacola, Panama City, and Tallahassee. The hurricane warning also extends inland to southwestern Georgia, including Albany. Michael is expected to make landfall somewhere between the Florida Panhandle and the Big Bend of Florida around midday on Wednesday, after which point it is forecast to accelerate inland across the southeastern U.S. Wednesday night through Thursday night with gusty winds and heavy rain. As for how this storm may affect the Walt Disney World Resort this week, um, not too much. Just expect the usual complications, which come from a heavy amount of rainfall on Wednesday and Thursday. Now, if you have a flight planned to any cities near the Gulf of Mexico or a flight scheduled to fly over the Gulf, make sure to check with your airline as some have issued notices about flight disruptions for this week. Now, our thoughts go out to all those living in the storm's path. Florida and the Gulf Coast are affected by hurricanes frequently, and their strength and path are highly unpredictable. They aren't catastrophic until they are. So please, for your own safety, take the storm seriously and take all the necessary preparations recommended. A quick note to anyone who has their heart set on stepping foot onto Tom Sawyer Island during their Walt Disney World vacation, the attraction will be undergoing a refurbishment that will last over two months. Tom Sawyer Island will be closed from October 14th through December 21st, 2018. Uh, Anaheim City Attorney Robert Fabella has weighed in on whether a living wage measure, Measure L, on the city's ballot this November would apply to the Disneyland Resort. Fabella offered his opinion at the request of Anaheim City Councilwoman Chris Murray. Fabella's stance? No, Measure L would not apply to Disneyland. Now, backed by Disneyland Resort cast members, the measure would see the minimum wage increased for all employees of large hospitality and service industry companies who receive subsidies from the city. Up until recently, that would have certainly applied to all 30,000 cast members working at the Disneyland Resort. If the measure is approved, the minimum hourly wage for effective workers increases to $15 an hour beginning on the first of the next year, then raises a dollar each subsequent year until it hits $18 in 2022. After 2022, the annual increases will be based off the cost of living. And Disneyland has already struck a deal with 9,700 unionized cast members, which brings their wages to $15 an hour on January 1st, but, have, but Disneyland has been actively opposed to Measure L. Um, Disneyland Resort President Josh Demaro recently called two agreements between uh, uh, called for two agreements between Disney and Anaheim to be halted due to them creating a conflict between the city and the government or the resort and the government. The first would have entitled Disneyland to 70 percent of collected occupancy taxes for a new luxury hotel it was planning to develop. And the second would have kept Anaheim from creating a theme park ticket tax for 45 years as long as the Walt Disney Company invested one point five billion dollars in its Disneyland Resort parks. Now, while the Anaheim City Council voted in favor of abolishing both of those deals, the decision was criticized as an attempt by Disneyland to dodge the effects of Measure L if it was voted into action this November. Unions are claiming that Measure L should still affect the resort due to a parking garage built in 1996 for $108 million and paid for in part by bonds sold uh, sold by the city of Anaheim.
And the Disneyland Resort is paying off those bonds, but so are bed taxes from local hotels, argue the unions. City attorney for Bella's statement, as reported by the L.A. Times, said, In summary, although there are many moving parts to the bond transaction, it does not appear to incorporate a direct city subsidy. That is, in an agreement in which Disney is entitled to a rebate of transient occupancy taxes, sales taxes, entertainment taxes, property taxes, or other taxes, presently or in the future, matured or unmatured. Therefore, it is the city attorney's opinion that Measure L would not apply to Disney by virtue of the bond transaction. The Anaheim City Council will be discussing Fabella's input later today. Animal Kingdom's critically acclaimed Avatar Flight of Passage has been a popular source of Disney discussion since its debut. Two things are clear. One, people love it. And two, the waits are abysmal. If you're looking to up your FOP strategy game but have had no success with the morning race through the gates, check out No Rope Dropping, How to Ride Flight of Passage with Less Than an Hour Wait by Haley Van Paris today. Now, turning on the boards today is a thread entitled, Disney Changed Our FP Plus, Interesting. That was started by poster Microbeta, who shared screenshots of two emails he received from Disney, letting him know that two FastPass Plus selections he's made were changed. Other posters are stopping by to share their experience with the same attraction, and no one has been certain why the re- uh, of the reasons why the changes were made. Head over to the Theme Park Attractions and Strategies forums at disboards.com to weigh in with your thoughts. Now, at 1 o'clock today, make sure to check out the Diz Unplugged Walt Disney World edition, where the team will keep you up to date on all this week's news and engage in some lively Disney discussion. Check that out on disunplugged.com at 1 p.m. today. And for the weather today, Orlando will be mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain, high of 89, and a low of 78. You can expect rainy days on Wednesday and Thursday. Now those in Anaheim will see a cloudy morning with sunny afternoon skies, a high of 79 and a low of 66. For information on everything I've mentioned, go to wdwinfo.com slash dailyfix, and that will be it for me today. But join us again tomorrow for another installment of your Diz Daily Fix. 